0: And It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Everham and Steve Post here. How are you? I'm good. You're so fantastic. I'm good. I'm used to seeing you on a big monitor in front yeah. of us, and the monitor's <laughs> turned off, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. She's over here. She's over, and there's a little one over on the side here, so I'm uh, just kind of getting acclimated to our surroundings here today. Yeah. Always, yes. We're adapting little, to it hey, all. exactly. Yeah. You got it. It's all good. It's all good. So, since I last saw you, uh, since I last saw you, it was uh, World of Outlaws at Lakeside. Yeah. Man,
1: I was waiting was awesome. for some, like, some text with well, what's going I on in the My, my problem
0: is, is one of the things I'm really working on, like, this is beyond Sprint It's life, is to be present. Yeah. So, you run the balance of being at an event like that. You do want to do the tweeting. you Promote what you see, what you learn, what you talk about. But I don't want to be standing in the corner on my phone all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and so um, it was great. I mean, I got there. It was one of those deals, well, okay, I landed like at 1 o'clock and got to the hotel and was able to wrestle the keys to the car from uh, from our producer, <laughs> and then um, I had some time, and so I went and got some Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, I saw that picture. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, You didn't right. forget the well, food. Pics. No, I was still, I was still in. I was all by myself, so I was in tweet mode there. You know, what I mean, where I was, you know. And then I got to the track like at four o'clock. Oh, see so it all the time. Oh my gosh! I mean, I you know there are times I like to just blow in the track, you know, time trials and and that sort of thing, but. I just, I hadn't seen much, I hadn't seen the World of Outlaws since um, Knoxville, um, and I don't really know next spring when I'm going to see them, because we no longer have the Volusia connection, because mm. of NASCAR's yeah. changing schedule. So I don't know, you know, so I wanted to get there and hang out and see people. That's my favorite and, time. And I did, well, I did. post-race
1: is fun, too. Well, don't post get race me wrong. post-race
0: is fun, too. Yeah, you... But yeah.
1: during the day, you get more of the, what's going on. What's going on, exactly. You know, by the end, after the race, everyone's talking about what happened, or they're either happy or they're most of them are sad or pissed off.
0: Right, exactly. So, yeah,
1: during the day is the, um, the time. Yeah, changed.
0: so I had a good visit with uh, Wayne Johnson. I had a great visit with Wayne. Uh, Brownie, got to talk to Brownie. Got to talk with Mama Gail. Oh, yeah. From uh, Weld, formerly with Weld yep. Racing. Oh, what a sweetheart she I love is! Mama just Jill. one of the absolute best people on the planet. Um, just everyone. Um, talk to um, Jordan Goldsberry is one of the um, IRA guys. He was like fourth or fifth at IRA points. He came down last car, locked himself into the shell. Oh, nice! Uh, so just, just a, just a fun deal. Just a real fun deal. Um, I love it. And then racing was good too. And let's let's get into that with our Hercules tires. Um, hot topics: World of Outlaw Noss Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Now, uh, the FVP Platinum Battery Showdown. I saw Joel there too from FVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Q. Uh, got to talk with him. Okay, so this is, again, off the reservation, but just, you know, we live in a time where shortages and shipping and trying to get things. Can you imagine FVP having like 8 million products? No. No, I can't either. No. He was talking about it. It was just like everyone and,
1: you talk to. Yeah, know, you can't get like-
0: anything. You know, and it's and, and the thing of it is, and, and I know Ashley's talked about this. This time it's this, and, and Brownie and I talked about this with race yeah. cars. Well, this time it's tubing, and next time it's sheet metal, yeah, and this you is get the, this you get this one. Know, yeah, but now exactly. you're missing the other piece. And I'm sitting there, and I was talking to Joel, and I'm like, oh my god, how many? You know, I mean, I don't know how many items FVP has. They're a, they're a, they're a, they're a they're, they have their own brands, and then they're a distributor. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Um, but Joel is Joel, is just great. I mean, he he was he was talking about it but he's he said the consolation of it is is that everyone's in the same boat yeah so in other words someone calls him and says hey i need so much and so and so it's like I can't help you," he says. "The only saving grace is nobody else can." And either. everyone
1: understands because yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, he's a, no, board. everyone doesn't understand. But well, <laughs> everyone knows it's a problem across the board. It doesn't matter if you're building <laughs> yeah. a house, which we no. are. Yes, yeah. you imagine yeah, that? Great, yeah, building a house. Good, yeah, times. I can
0: only imagine. We had a nice that, yeah.
1: budget meeting this morning. That was really, really, really fun. You know, you know, Ray loves budgets. So well,
0: exactly, and and the good thing is, you and Ray are both real mellow on yeah, all of this yeah, stuff and yeah. everything. We, we never, and have never, that never, never, ever. Oh, I thought Joel had some, I thought Joel had some moments with FVP. Yeah. The Evernham budget meeting during a, sh- a shortage. The
1: Everham house built. It could be a reality the
0: heaven, Yes, the Evernham. Oh, yeah, house and the,
1: the septic field they just found in the sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Now the pool needs to be, re- yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like on top of the shortages. Then you know what's going to happen
0: now. You know what's going to happen? It's like when you get a traffic ticket, you're going to get a bunch of lawyers, after hearing this, you're going to get a bunch of <laughs> lawyers sending you just emails, case you need anything, Aaron. case yeah, you and Ray yeah. need anything. case uh, you, yeah. Ay, yeah. What a time we live in. It's crazy, it is isn't crazy. it?
1: It it its crazy. And like we said, it, it's it's racing. It's whatever industry yeah, right now. Right. It's just a, it's, it's kind of scary.
0: It really is. It really, truly is. But back to the, uh, I got talking about everyone we got to meet and talk to and <laughs> get Squirrel off the reservation here. Um... Geo uh, we're going to talk to Geo later on in the program. Took the lead on lap 27, third career World of Outlaw win, first World of Outlaw win this season. Geo, Donnie Shots, and Kerry Madsen. He took it off the Madman. Talking with Donnie, okay. Obviously, they're obviously they're still working through the Ford program and everything else, and talking to Kerry as well. Yeah. There's one problem they don't have with those Fords. Power. Power. <laughs> yeah. Now. Getting the power to the racetrack is the challenge that they're yep. facing, but and if you take a big old track like lakeside, well, it figures they're both on yeah. the podium up there. I mean those babies are reach around that joint i mean so uh, but good to see Donnie. and and carry Carry led the first twenty six twenty seven mm-hmm. laps you know how it is aaron and and it's and and um and uh, the guy uh Oh, the guy that does the interviews with the World of Outlaws on Dirt Vision. Oh, my gosh, small guy, great guy. Chase. Chase, yeah, Yeah. Chase Rodman. Chase goes, uh, and and I I give Chase credit. Chase is, you know, you know when you're out there in front, you're sitting duck, you don't see the lines and everything. And Kerry wasn't buying anything. Kerry's like, I lost the race. I lost the race. And he felt. And uh, we actually, Kerry will be our guest on our TV show. We actually interviewed him yesterday, and he says he's still grumpy. (laughs) <laughs> about lo- losing the race. Um, you know, but but Chase is 100% right. When you're out in front, where it's Gio, true. Gio spent the whole race with Donnie and Aaron and Brad and, yep. and, and inside and outside and everything else. Tried every line. He tried every line. And, and Kerry, it's like he was on cruise control. And had that caution come out, they could be running yeah. until now and still not see Kerry. Yeah. I mean, he was just, you know, but he was a sitting duck. Like I said, Gary wasn't buying it, which is why Kerry's such a world-class great racer, because mm-hmm. you don't accept, sure. you know, you don't accept your conventional, well, you were just, you know, I mean, you you lost the race. Yeah. But, um, but when is, you finish
1: third and you came from fifth with, on the last three laps, it's a lot different than when you finish third and came from first.
0: Right. Absolutely. No <laughs> doubt about it. You're right. We get it. Get it. It's, again, it's why, it's why I love the madman, and it's yeah. why he's a world-class racer, because he doesn't so many people are like, well, we're podium. Well, we're podium. And it's not acceptable. Yeah. And especially Gary's situation with that ride. Um, you're expected to win mm-hmm. when you're in a Tony Stewart racing car. And um, and you know, I mean, and they're all dealing with it. I mean, Carrie Gary, Carrie's having a gray year, but um, but it was fun. Just just the dynamic of it is so cool. And Gio getting that first win of the year yeah. and uh, it was it was neat. Uh twenty-seventh annual trophy cup at Tulare. 85 cars entered, two prelim nights, Friday and Saturday, um, Thursday, or Thursday and Friday. Thursday's winner was Buddy Kofoid. Friday was Rico Abreu. Saturday, the race winner was Ryan Timms, but Buddy Kofoid, with a 19th to 4th place run, won the points in the $27,000 championship. How about that? About four or five years ago, we had Kyle Larson on Wing Nation who is a kid in California that we need to keep our eyes on he never flinched he never blinked nope. he never hesitated buddy Kofoid.
1: in the 50
0: 50- in the 57 park <laughs> yes exactly imagine that so um buddy Kofoid picked up the win more importantly than all of that we just can't stress this enough um you california folks make all of us sprint car folks look really really good in the world mm-hmm. uh I mean, and sprint car folks are the greatest. I'm not saying we're bad people, but the, the California folks with this race, with the charitable initiative, just sign a big old spotlight on the hearts of sprint yep. car racing. $250,000 to make a wish. That brings the total for the trophy cup to $2,250,000. That's awesome. That's a lot of kids' dreams coming true. It really is. True.
1: And then our conversation that we had with America. Rico last week was very touching. I mean, if you didn't get to listen to that podcast, go, yeah, back, go back and, and, and listen out.
0: to it. Go back and listen to it. Rico's Heart, you yeah. know. Um, again, Trophy Cup California. Um, it's it's just, they've it's got it rolling. That, to Larry. Yeah, to Larry. Man, that was elbows up, it wasn't was. it? I oh, love that my God. <laughs> I'm telling you what, uh, man. I, I sit there and watch that stuff and I'm tired. I'm watching I love it. when
1: they use the wall. I like, they oh, really I just, use the, yeah. wall. the wall. Yeah, they tear them off the wall. Boom. yeah.
0: yeah. it's, it, Man, it's the dangest place in the world. It's fantastic. Good stuff. Not to be outdone, the 34th annual Comp Cam, Short Track Nationals, I-30 Speedway, Little Rock, Arkansas, Hammer Hill, as it's called, uh, season finale for ASCS. Friday night, they had the Twin 20 program. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like what they did with that. Jordan Mallet got his first national tour win, and Sam Haferteep Jr. picked up the wins there. But on Saturday night, it was Blake Hahn took the lead on lap 39 of the 41-lap race. It was his third short track nationals win. Ten thousand forty-one dollars. Uh, it also secured Blake the two thousand twenty-one Lucas Oil ASCS National Championship. His first championship. Yeah. Uh, special year. Blake is going to join us later this week on our podcast, and I look forward to breaking down his season. Um, such an awesome family. Really the is Han, the Han family, and uh, you know, I mean, and, um, Emmett's wife Fuzzy. They lost her mm-hmm. recently. She she she. He passed away here recently, so I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, the Hahn family this this helped the healing just a little mm-hmm. bit as racing can do helped the healing a little bit as the family still mourned the 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 matriarch, if you will, of the Hahn racing family. So kudos to Blake Hahn. We'll talk to him later this week. Um, other races, Jacksonville, Illinois. This was the encore. I love that they did an encore. <laughs> Jake Newman picked up the win. Outlaw Speedway, the Dutch Oak Memorial. Um, Jordan Thomas, this is the son of Jeff Spider-Thomas. Spider-Thomas, mm-hmm. I used to, to Spider-Thomas used to come to all the car shows I did and everything. And I've talked to them before uh, recently. Um, uh, Jordan is the uh, Patriot champion this year. And the poor Royal Speedway had the Blue Collar oh, Nationals, 10th Annual Keystone Race Saver Nationals. Justin Clark, he is also the IMCA National Champion from the state of Ohio. We're going to talk to Justin as well. Man, big this is awesome. Yeah, it was a big win to put... A quadruple exclamation (laughs) point on a spectacular season. 17th win of the year. Man, there's some good racing going on, that's for sure. Also good is our friends at Hefner Racing Products. They know sprint car racing. Therefore, they know what works best for your team. No other accessory can match quality, performance, and design that they do with HRP. Top trailer builders use HRP Trailer Accessories. To outfit their stock and custom-built trailers, they are always adding new things, yep. like the brand new cordless station. Because you know what that does, Aaron? What does that do? It keeps clutter from the workspace.
1: <laughs> we like that they're sleek and design. They can hold two, hold two cordless drill, impact, or flashlight battery in their charger. Yes. So it keeps clutter, like you said, from your workbench, which I like. The roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. So don't settle for anything less than sprint cars' number one. Accessories
0: manufacturer. It's time now. It's time now. You're cleaning out the trailers. Mm-hmm. You're getting them all moved back into the shop. It's time to look at the walls of the trailer and say, hey, man, there's some space over there that we better? need to use. Mm-hmm. I can use this better. The, the That cordless tool charging station, I saw this. It's fantastic. It's yeah. a great looking thing, for sure. So, fun stuff. Friends at HRP, Heftner Racing Products, HRPRacing.com. Let's get to it here and show you a little bit more, let you hear a little bit more, what happened at Lakeside Speedway. Kerry Madsen with the lead, a single-file restart late in the day. Here comes Gio Selzy. Here's Johnny Gibson with the call. on Dirt Vision. And now for the Dean, death-defying move of the week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Giovanni Selzy jumps up top, comes after Kerry in the race for the lead, Now the back straightaway. Selzy to the inside, slide job, new leader Giovanni Selzy as they that death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and real men everywhere. Visit Drydean.com for more information.
2: We are we are we are
1: team driving. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, circlebdiecast.com.
0: Man, I'll tell you what. There's some great racing all across the country. We focus a lot on 410 racing. We talk a little bit about 360 racing, and every once in a while, we dip into the 305 world because we love it. Um, you know, it's just it's just a neat, 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 neat part of our sport. And um, last Tuesday night, as a matter of fact, I was up at KKR Casey Kane Racing. Yep. And I was talking to my the McLean brothers, uh, you know, and uh, Jake and Brandon, and um, up walks this guy and. Uh, Jake says, this is the national champ for the IMCA, Justin Clark. And so chit-chatted just a little bit. I was kind of in the mood and headed in another direction, so I didn't get a chance to double back and talk to him. So you know, why not dial him up and talk to him right now on the Dry Dean Hotline? So he joins us from up in Ohio. Hello, Justin. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hey,
2: Steve. I uh, appreciate you guys having me.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Um... I guess just congratulations and kind of describe to me the season you had with winning the IMCA Race Saver National Sprint Car Championship, the Ohio State Championship, the Ohio Thunder Series, the Indiana Series, 17 wins. You picked up the win at Port Royal this past weekend. Just kind of describe the season you had.
2: Man, let me tell you. Uh, It was a crazy year. You know, I set out with uh, two goals this year. Um you know, we were going to try and run for the national points. And, uh, you know, it's been I've been trying to win for four years. Um, you know, we ran there, I think, two or three times this year. And uh, I ran second in the Keystone race last year. Um, we came this weekend, and uh, we set a goal, and we uh, we got it done. And, and, uh, and I've never really got emotional, but uh, I got pretty emotional in victory lane Saturday. Uh, it was just pretty cool, and uh, finally got the job done.
1: Justin, where does the emotion come from? I mean, a seventeenth win, all these championships. Um, you know, what what is your the backstory? How did you get into racing? Is it a family operation? Just tell us a little bit uh, about really yourself.
2: Uh, I started racing in two thousand six. Um, I raced go karts from two thousand six to two thousand eighteen. I started through the sprint car deal in twenty eighteen while I was trying to do the go kart stuff still. I decided I had to decide what I wanted to do because it was just too hard to both. Um, so I just committed in 2019 to go ahead and just follow the sprint car deal. But uh, you know, it's a uh, family-owned team. Me and my mom and dad. Um, you know, we didn't really think we'd get this far. You know, we just doing it for fun. And but uh, you know, it's carried a long way to where I started to where I'm at now. Um, yeah, I really improved as a lot. I think it's a lot as a driver this year. Um, I, I was a lot more determined than I was in the past few years. Um, but I, like I said, I set my goal, and I usually go for my goal. Um, <laughs> my goal for Port Royal past weekend was top five. I mean, I, I was going to win, but uh, it's always, always nice to set a goal and be able to achieve it.
0: Your your mom's video. I watched your mom's video from Port Royal. It was so awesome, and it's just neat to see your family and actually listen to her in the la- And the, as you're doing the cool down and going to the scales, I just thought that was awesome, and it's so neat. Um, Justin, this, this this 305 deal seems like to me, especially where you're at in Ohio, where you can go west to Indiana, you can go east to Pennsylvania, or you can race right there, and you can race right there, not or, and you can race right there in Ohio, this seems to be a really good niche for you and your family team. How, does, does it work well for you guys where you're at? Um, yeah,
2: yes and no. Um, there's, there's a lot of tracks around Ohio, um, but a lot of them don't run 305s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... I mainly run in Indiana and then Pennsylvania. Um, this year, I think we raced in 10 or 11 states, and we won in six different series. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's cool that it's as big as it is, as many series as there are, you can really choose wherever you want to go and race and still be able to run for a championship here and there and be able to hit races in between.
1: Justin, you talked about your driving and how you feel like you were a little bit more determined this year. The race saver series really puts a lot of focus on the drivers. You know, at least when I was a a little bit involved with them, the cars were, and and motors were so close or, you know, being that they're all sealed up, it takes, uh, you know, a lot of that part out of it. It's, it's more on driving. Talk about race saver racing and how it is kind of different than other sprint car series because the rules are so restricted.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, Basically, I mean, it's the cheapest form of racing you can get into it. Um, you don't really have to spend a fortune on a motor, or, I mean, there, it takes all the titanium rotating stuff out of it. So, I mean, that, that part's a lot cheaper on a person. Um, but the nice thing is, I mean, you can go and race two, or three nights a week, and you're not spending a fortune to do it. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's a good series. Um, I'm glad that I've been able to do that for the past four years. And I'm uh, glad, glad to have been able to meet all the people I've met and people that have helped me along the way.
0: Your top three in points were you in Ohio, uh, Marcus Thomas in Texas, and Garrett Bard over in Pennsylvania. Um, I actually, in June, uh, met Marcus Thomas. I was down at uh, Devil's Bowl and met him, and he was already watching along. He said, the guy in Ohio is doing this. The guy in Pennsylvania is doing this. This one, there was another guy in Texas who was pretty good, too. At what point, Justin, during the season were you were you starting to focus on some other guys, or did you just kind of keep your head down, and and uh, or, or, or how does that work when you're competing with people that you're not at the same track competing with?
2: Uh, I've. Honestly, I felt like I was racing Marcus all year, and we just wasn't at the same track. Uh, I watched points every weekend, and I looked at results. I mean, as much as I can say I've raced against him, I really haven't. But at the same time, I followed him all year in points. I'm pretty sure I was second, third, fourth in points all year. And when it came down to it, um, I knew he had lost his championship. I knew he couldn't get bonus points. So it came down to me winning my championship where I could get bonus points. And, uh, you know, when I knew I won my championship, uh, you know, I was nice to know. I mean, I I wasn't really – it didn't really hit me until they announced that I had won it. But, you know, I, like I said, Marcus, I mean, he's done a hell of a job this year. And, uh, like, just say, like, kudos to him and Garrett. Um, you know, it takes a lot to be able to do what we do and run for national points. Uh, it takes a lot of traveling and uh, it takes a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I'm just appreciative for, you know, everyone that's helped me and my mom and dad, you know, I I couldn't have done it without them. Uh, My dad sacrifices a lot. He doesn't get to go racing with me. Um, He maybe goes two or three times a year. And a lot of times it's just me and mom go racing on the weekends. And, you you don't see that a lot. You
1: know, Justin, along those same lines, how neat is it to be able to run for a national championship? In a series like the Race Saver, you're kind of running a bit regionally and you're competing with people across the country, but you get that recognition. That's really neat that Race Saver has that whole point system.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I mean, the point system, I, mean, I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, you take your, take your best 20 finishes of your first 40 starts. Um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to run a specific series to do it. I mean, but you do get the bonus points if you run the series and get bonus points. But I mean you can run anywhere across the country and still run for national point at any racetrack as long as it's sanctions. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, yeah. Like yeah, because you came down you came down to uh Fayetteville and finished third and first against our local boys here at the Carolina Sprint Tour earlier this year. So I, I, I just I, I really am fascinated by the whole program and I love to see so many people getting a chance to race sprint cars. Um, and and get you whether get involved in sprint cars or find a nice nice home where yep. where it 's a a series where you can run and travel around and do it just a little bit um justin you you mentioned at the top and we we 've kind of glossed a little bit over this uh you talked about getting emotional with Port Royal. I find it fascinating that you had two goals this year: one was a national championship and one was winning at a track. That's six or eight hours from your home. I would guess, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Why? Why was Port Royal on that two-item bucket list for this season?
2: Well, I mean, my my theory is Indiana has the toughest race cars to race against, and so does Port Royal. I've came close. I think I ran second two or three times at Port Royal, um, but you know, that's, I think that's their Eastern race is just almost as big as the nationals so at Eagle. If you can win that, um, it's pretty cool. And I think it's pretty like, I don't know. It's this cool deal to be able to win at Port Royal. Cause there's so many cars. I mean, there was 68 cars there and, you know, you're beating, I beat 67 of the best Pennsylvania has got. And you know it's just, you don't see that a lot. I mean, a lot of, you know, they call it the PA posse and it's cool to come over and beat the 305 PA posse. So, uh, it was, it's just cool. And, uh, you know, it's just, like I say, kudos out to everyone at Port Royal and uh, Rod Wirt. You know, they put on an absolutely amazing race. And, uh, just uh, you know, it, it, just, it was just a good year, and, you know, it was just a good way to cap it off.
0: Finally, and I referenced this earlier on, um, last Tuesday, uh, Casey Kane Racing uh, here in Mooresville, North Carolina, they do a flea market for all of the local racers and uh justin adams comes and and actually they did A Q&A session yeah. with justin adams it was spectacular it was really good uh justin just your your thought on as a as a as a young sprint car racer to get the opportunity to to walk into the kkr shop to see what the shop looks like because it's beautiful to to talk to fellow racers what what was that like for you
2: um you know i've I've been all around the, like, NASCAR shops and stuff, but I've never really been around, like, a, I don't know, a big sprint car shop. Yeah. Like, the ones World of Outlaws. So, I mean, it was just cool to see exactly what like what goes on and, you know, how the car sitting there and, you know, all the people that are getting everything ready. Um, it was a cool experience uh, to get to go down there and, you know, see everything and pick up a few stuff. And, uh, like I said, it, it was cool and it was... It, it's just really, it's really nice that they allow us, lower teams or whoever, to come in, in the shop and look at it. I and mean, you know, it's just really nice. You know, and like a big, big shout out to uh, Justin and uh, Casey for allowing us to do that.
0: It was neat. It really was fun, fun stuff for sure, and fun stuff following you all season long, Justin. Uh, congratulations on the great season, all of the championships, all of the wins, including that big one at the end. And we appreciate you taking some time out and joining us here today on Wing Nation. All
2: right, I appreciate it, Steve, and uh, hopefully uh, I can release some news for next year as to uh, what I'm going to do, and I'm excited for that.
0: Cool. What Can you what, can you tell us what you're going to do? Is, are we dropping news here?
2: Well, I guess I can go ahead and drop it. Um, you know, I've, I've had the amazing opportunity this year. I got to drive uh, Ryan Prosser. Uh, I got to drive his 410 a couple times this year, and, uh, you know, uh, he texts me. We've been we in contact since then, and I— uh, He texted me and uh, said he wants me to drive his car full-time next year, and uh, we're going to follow the Fast Series, Fast on Dirt, and we'll see how that goes. And I'm sure I'll still race my stuff here and there to keep fresh in the seat. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited for that and uh, see what we can do.
0: Outstanding. (laughs) Wow, man, I got chills. That's fantastic. Wow. Justin, I appreciate you. Appreciate you dropping that on us. And um, I just think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Congratulations on that. Enjoy all the championship celebrations. Enjoy the offseason. And, uh, man, this is awesome. Congratulations again. But thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Thank you, Steve. How about that? That's incredible. Man, Go to Travel That Fast Series with Prosser uh, Prosser Racing, that's a uh, gosh isn't that awesome that's what that's that's the great thing about this mm-hmm. is is that young people young families young racers like justin clark yep. are getting an opportunity they they're not going to go out and spend they can't go out and spend the money to run a 410 program especially if you're a kid that's just yeah. starting in it this what this 305 is so great yeah, and the
1: national
0: recognition and the national sweet. recognition and look at this kid he's picked up a 410 ride Man, that's good news. That is great stuff for sure. Appreciate Justin Clark joining us here. Great, great stuff. I'm very excited. I, I want to also echo um, what Casey and Justin do. Mm-hmm. Um, they did, Aaron, Justin did a 45-minute Q&A session, and you could have heard a pin drop. I,
1: it, I saw some of was it. Did you yeah, do a Facebook? Yeah, I saw picture. Someone well, had a Facebook Live I watched. Oh, I didn't a do a Facebook bit. Live, someone but I did, did. a picture. I, and I mean
0: literally you see and I'm just thinking about all these guys because these these are all people just just like Justin that are young yeah. families and young teams and young racers and you've got Justin Adams he's talking about you know he worked for when he worked for Carl Kinzer yeah. and when he when he you know traveling around the country and and working not with Bobby Allen but what Bobby likes to do and things like this and you could just see the eyes and these people are just like oh my gosh so uh, Brandon McLean puts this together and, and got to give kudos to him mm-hmm. to me that's that's a big day in local sprint car racing because you have a whole bunch of local racers including Justin coming down from Ohio that left with knowledge and some really good gently used parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I just, just fantastic. Great, great stuff. Appreciate Justin Clark joining us here on wing nation. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. Hey Ashley, what are you up to?
1: Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of Eastern Washington, sage fruit company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones.
0: Thanks for the help, guys. I'll raise you to the checkout. Aaron, I'll tell you what, late in the game there on Friday night out at Lakeside, at that restart, and Gio gassed that number 18 car up yeah. and parked it on the front stretch. That was pretty awesome. That was some good stuff, that's for sure. Let's go to the Dry Dean Hotline, uh, where Giovanni Salzi joins us. Hello, Gio. Welcome into Wing Nation. Yeah, it's good to be back. Well, it is good to talk to you, especially after a big World of Outlaw when. Um, dude, that was, that was an eventful race started right off early, uh, with a little contact on the front straightaway, man, you, you had to earn, you had to earn your nickel in that one.
3: Yeah. I didn't get a very good start early and fell back to third at the beginning and was back to fourth at one point. Um, and, and got a good restart, I think probably halfway through and, and was able to get to second and, and close the deal on Kerry.
1: Gio, you kind of just blow it off like it's nothing, but you had a little incident with Aaron Reitzel, and it, you said it bent the, the drag length, the tie rod, your steering was off the whole race, and that seems like it was no big deal to you, but yet you, you went on and kicked some butt. Talk about that. I mean, as a former driver, when something like that happens, it's, uh, it takes a little bit of, I don't know, I don't even know what the word is, gumption to just assume that the car is fine and you just keep digging, especially on a track as fast as Lakeside.
3: Yeah, yellow came out pretty soon and, and it moved my steering wheel about halfway to the right. Um, so I figured, man, it's early in the race I can pull off and, and change the drag link or something and, and keep going. But it was towed in, so um, it just made the car really darty. But if it was towed out I'd have really been been screwed. But um yeah, no I didn't know it knocked a jigasider out of it, but um it just it didn't really make it that much harder to drive. It was just kinda of hard to steer. Um but yeah, my car was really good all night really and we didn't really touch it a whole lot. But yeah, I just um I you know normally when you get hit in the fence like that it folds the front end up and, and just kind of you know skids you up the racetrack but which is what I, what I was expecting it to do but was lucky enough to to not break the front end out and be able to continue the race. You
0: you you guys you you guys just amazed me because it wasn't too bad to drive you just couldn't steer I mean it was just <laughs> tough to steer I mean it's like huh what huh? Yeah, I mean at a I, fast race yeah at, at Lakeside too where you're just hauling I, I, my question is this Gio okay. You have the incident with Aaron, okay? And and I don't care who you are. And this is me driving down Roberta Road here in Concord. When you have an incident with someone, it sends the blood pressure right through the roof. You get hacked off. How how do you how do you take that energy from that immediate thing, that immediate pissed off? How do you how do you wrestle yourself back under control so quickly with that? Yeah, I mean the race definitely
3: did not start as I had planned it. Um, you know, losing the initial yeah. start and fall back third, but. Um, I knew my car was really good, and, and once we put a fuel load in it, I think it got better. So, um, yeah, it is hard, obviously, but I think what kept me calm or more calm was I knew I had a car that could win. Um, and, you know, some guys that race around in front of you, they give you a little bit more motivation to run that much harder. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is it is easy to go in there and steal it in there and try and run in the side of Aaron. But, like I said, I, I knew I knew I had a faster race car than him and, and was able to get rid of him pretty easy and, and, you know, get him behind me. So, Gio,
1: you get to second, you get that that late race caution. That that restart, how do you how do you plan? Did was that like did you know that though, you would get a good run up high? Like what are your thoughts during that caution waiting for that restart, knowing that's probably your last chance to get Kerry?
3: Yeah, you know, early in the race, whenever I think I restarted fourth and got to second, I had a big run on Kerry going down the back stretch and uh, it looked like he was gonna slide himself and he kinda ran the top and I still did in on top right behind him thinking he was gonna go to the bottom and it got me really tight so uh, being in that position, again, they're late in the race. I, he kind of looked like he was going to do the same thing and slide himself. And he only went, you know, a car length below the cushion. So I, I had a big run and, and knew I had to try to clear him underneath him and, and luckily got, got past him and, and was able to carry a lot more speed than him. He, he, he was able to really control the race and go wherever he wanted and, and never got his momentum broke by a car in front of him. So I think it kind of, um, you know, definitely broke his, broke his race, having a car in front of him and having a car cross over in front of him, which showed him, uh, you know, Donnie get by in there late.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Watching it there live and then watching the highlights again. Mm-hmm. Um, how neat was it to get you with that 18 team into World of Outlaws Victory Lane? You guys have you guys have had a lot of success this year, a lot of wins at Knoxville, the 360 Nationals. Uh, how important and how how neat was it to get to get to a World of Outlaw win for that team?
3: Yeah, we actually only won at Knoxville this year, so I didn't want to be labeled a, a Knoxville only guy. But um, yeah, you know, we run second at Beaver Dam and run second at Williams Grove with the Outlaws and. Um, had some good finishes and led laps. Felt like we could have you know, won a race and just never could close the deal. And, and I feel like we were on the other side of it now, um, being in second on a restart and, and being able to charge and kind of just do whatever it takes to win. So um, it, it was awesome. I, I just thank thank my guys. Aaron and Adam have, have been with us all year, and they're kind of um, behind-the-scenes guys that work extremely hard. And um, you know everybody on board, there's, there's a long list of people that, that make this work, and it just makes it that much sweeter we can win for them.
1: Now, Gio, it was your first night working with the new crew chief, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So obviously that went off with a, uh, with a bang. That was a good start, huh?
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, we hired Dylan Buzzwell uh, two weeks before that on Monday and, um, got to work with him for a week and, and, uh, you know, I left, went home for a week and came back to the lakeside. So, um, yeah, anytime, you know, it's, it's only downhill from here, right? So <laughs> you, you start <laughs> off and, and win an outlaw race. So we're expected to win all of them, but, um, just, just tried to go into the race with no expectations, which you can say you had no expectations, but in in reality, there always are. So, um, yeah, just was it was a good night all the way through. Qualified good on the front row of a heat race, made the dash, which is crucial, and and drew that one pill. So um, yeah, it was just a and
0: some nights are like that. You can't you can't do anything wrong no matter what happens to you. You you get a new crew chief, and, and to me this seems like a product. You guys had, you'd bounced around a little bit, or you you'd been there, and you'd brought Bernie in. But I I always had the sense that Bernie because he has his own team. I always had the sense that this was a temporary thing from Bernie is, is that kind of what it was throughout most of this season to try to find that right guy as the crew chief?
3: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, unless, unless, you know, significant things changed in Bernie's life to, to make him be full time on our team. It, it was, it was always going to be temporary essentially. And um, you know, Bernie's done a lot for me and, and my career. And, and I feel like he's probably done the most for me than he's done for any other driver. So, um, you know, extremely thankful for that, and thankful that we can still be friends. Um, and yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, this is a full-time race team, and unfortunately, with like you said, with Bernie's business, he just he can't be there all the time, and and you know, can't can't put the time in that um, you know, I, I guess we need, you could say. So, um, yeah, it definitely sucks. Um, but but to, to bring a new guy on like that, like Dylan Buswell, and and only him only be working for us two weeks and be able to win an outlaw show is is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. Gio, how would you assess your year with KCP? I mean, I feel like Knoxville, you were, you know, certainly a, a contender. You've been strong everywhere you go. How, how would you rate your season?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't really be upset with it. Obviously, winning 360 Nationals and being on the fold of the 410 Nationals were definitely the, the highlights. Um, and, you know, going through a, a year in the offseason where you're going to go with uh, one program and then, um, you know, change your mind at in, in the end of February and completely change everything. So I felt like it was definitely a year of catch-up. I um, mean it seemed like every time we'd build a brand new car I would I would go destroy it so um, you know we were, we were always kind of on the back foot in a way and and especially with um, you know with certain you know factors weighing in on that and I think now hopefully we can we can start now and, and and work towards 2022
0: that is neat that is neat. final question for you and I saw a post from Peter Murphy of course out in California this Friday night, King of the West has the Anthony is it Simone or Simone? Yep. Simone. Simone there of the, 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 classic. And he said something about uh, the, you would, you had contributed a little bit to make it $10,000 to win. Tell me, tell me about Anthony Simone and, and, and supporting that race that Peter's putting on.
3: Well, now that he's gone, I think mean, you might be able to tell some more stories about him, but um, ah, there we yeah, go. <laughs> he was, he was a pretty awesome guy. Um, someone I, I looked up to in, in a lot of different ways and um, kind of, you know, uh, he, he had cancer and, um, was fighting it, you know, towards the end of his life and, and had become closer to my family. Always knew who he was, but had, had become closer to my family with his son, Morrow, and, and had gone to dinner more and more and heard more of those stories. So, um, yeah, it was just someone I looked up to a lot. And, and I feel like it was only fitting to, to make the race $10,000 to win. So, and I respect Peter too, you know, with what he's done with King Speedway and how hard he's worked to make his racetrack, um, nice. And I think it's show with car count and, and
0: purse. So, um, I, I thought it was only fitting that since he was number 10, to, to make it 10 grand to win. Nicely done. Yes. Nicely done. I love it. That's for sure. Well, Geo, nicely done Friday night as well with that win at Lakeside. We wish you the best uh, throughout the, the the remaining races of the year. And thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Yep. Thank you, guys. There we go. Gio Selzy. That's that's what I that's what I like is um, is is when a guy you know r- remembers the people like um, this this Anthony Simone just sounds like a character. Yeah. But they're one of the things they're doing, and, and of course Peter Murphy's a character. So one of the things they're doing with this race, they're gonna. It was a seven thousand dollar to win. Peter put up a seven thousand dollar to win, and apparently Geo has added the three to get it to ten grand because Simone was number ten. One of the things they're doing, they're running a regular race, ten grand to win. Go in the pits. Now this is optional. You're done for the night, or take the wing off, and run a thirty lap race for three grand to win. The rationale: Anthony Simone would do it. I like it. I do too. I love. I love the creativity. I love the creativity. And then when you see someone, uh, 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 one of our top drivers in the sport, like Gio, participate in it, even though he's going, even he's going to be, yeah, so young. uh, So much respect. I I just, I think that's neat, and that speaks well for Gio. Gio sells it. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Hey, stay with us. We got more Wing Nation in just a moment. Just
1: like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United
0: States. Check
1: out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com.
0: 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car stationing body, bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. you can't be there?
3: Get Delta with streaming fun. with Racing Boys and FullRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full line of events now at ASCSRacing.com.
0: Flow Racing is the home of Grassroots Racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's floracing.com forward slash MRN. Today is the 66th birthday of Sammy Swindell. This should be a national holiday.
1: It really should. this
0: I mean, seriously. We need to we need to lobby these people that have national holidays. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a holiday for
0: everything. There's a holiday for everything, and we don't have one for Sammy. Sixty-sixth birthday. Other birthdays this week, Jack Miller earlier this week, Gus Hoffman, Mark Light, Wilbershaw, Tom Bigelow later this week. But Sammy Swindell, this is our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. 2006 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. At age fifteen, he got into his father Sam's B modified Won eleven times, fifteen years old. We you know what? We talk about kids these days and say, well, it was never like that. Sammy at fifteen yeah. was racing. Um, I don't know, school stuff. Three-time World of Outlaw champ, three hundred and ninety-four world of outlaw wins second only to some guy named Kinzer, Knoxville Nationals champion in nineteen eighty-three, a three-time Kings Royal champion, a five-time Chili Bowl champion. The other thing was Sammy. And um, he was an innovator, and we talk a lot about the technology. Uh, from bumper to bumper of these cars, he, he has his hands on every bit of technology. Yep. But one of the things I was reading about is his innovation with the team. First off, the teams were spotless. The cars mm-hmm. were spotless. But you think about all the primary sponsors that he's had over the course oh, of time. Yeah. He was innovative in the way teams operated, the clean shops, the clean floors, the mm-hmm. clean transporters, the, and, and the corporate sponsorship. You think about what Sammy did. He brought a lot of that to the table of sprint yeah, car racing. Yeah, really did. When you think about who's the first one that had this and the first one, he brought a lot of that professionalism in the way mm-hmm. you run an operation. Uh, just fascinating stuff. And, and just, I mean, Hall of Famer is like, you feel like saying, duh. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? And May 29th of this year, a Power I Wing Series race in Vado, New Mexico. Hashtag still winning. Sammy Swindell, happy birthday, champ. Man, love Sammy Swindell. Gosh, just what a legend, what an icon. <laughs> oh, it's just this has got to be some kind of a holiday. I've lost my notes. It is here. a holiday. Well, no, I haven't lost my notes. I've got them all in front of me. Oh, I, I just lost can't them find too. out which one is today's notes. This is a mess. This is an absolute <laughs> mess. That's that's the mess. Somehow oh my gosh. I got them
1: mixed up too.
0: Well, you got yours. Mixed there we you go. Okay, that one is not it. At... Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it. It is. All right. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame has their raffle going on, their triple X chassis, Moyle Racing Engine 410. It's the 14th raffle car. Proceeds to benefit the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. $20 per ticket. Six for $100. It's a biannual drawing coming up December of next year. Now that you've got your notes together, I've told you all about it, didn't yeah. I? I saw you over there. I thought I had them, right? I, I did, I too. I did, too. I saw you over there. As soon as I started doing as soon as I started talking about it, I'm like, I see her scrambling for notes. I'm like, well, I can do two things. I can throw her under the bus, or <laughs> I, I can I, just I, keep I, it here and let's uh, just go well, from for
1: Well, thanks for looking out
0: Yeah, we go. I got your back. I got your time. back. I'll tell you, last night, um, I was out at Millbridge Speedway, night one of the Walkopedia Carolina Midget Showdown. Man, I'm telling you what, we have got it so good with Millbridge Speedway. If you're in the Carolinas, you're in the vicinity, and you're watching us live or here on Tuesday, drop everything, go to Millbridge. If not, drop everything tonight, make sure on Dirt Vision. Uh, The Carolina Midget Showcase, tonight it's the Midgets, it's the Micros. The micro feature last night was as good a race as I've seen all year long. Phenomenal. Midget race was pretty good. C.J. Leary got the win there, took it off from uh, Christopher Bell. Mm. Um, Gavin Boeschel, one of our local micro guys that's driving for Keith Coons. Yeah. He, um, Gavin Travis for Keith. Yeah. Gavin Travis for Keith. Um, he finished third. Um, what, what a show tonight. So it's on dirt vision. If you can't make it in, but if you can make it, you're not going to be disappointed by going out there. I'm telling you, it was, it was phenomenal. And then this is all part of this, this, this two week period. Yeah, And we're in our NASCAR world where we're trying to crown champions in all three divisions. So it's Kansas, Martinsville, Phoenix, and then the short track world. Because the dirt track is busy with the um with the um they have all of the divisions uh the short track now mm-hmm. I forget what it's called it's just <laughs> it's just they all run together now um but it's uh but it's become just two weeks of racing every night yeah and I mean and I love it, but it's like I was telling some friends some some running friends of mine, they're like, can you do anything not can't do anything this week, can't do anything next week." Week after that, I got nothing. We go from wide yeah, open to nothing. I get back from Phoenix when I get Wing Nation done, like on the Tuesday after Phoenix, and then we're done for the year with this. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do now?
1: I got lots of time to run. Lots
0: of time to run and do everything else. Um, so tonight, if you're in the vicinity or near Dirt Vision, check it out the Walkopedia Carolina Midget Showdown. Next week is the NGTK, NTK World Finals, uh, all of the uh, top series. Dry Dean Wing Nation. Fridays and Saturday, Friday and Saturday in the Midway area. Tuesday night, Cherokee Speedway. Tuesday and Wednesday, the Carolina Micro Showdown out at Millbridge. All kinds of stuff. Great, great stuff yeah. for sure. We absolutely loved hanging out with you today. We appreciate you joining us here. Thank you so much to Justin Clark and Geo Selzy for joining us. But as we say all the time, and mean, mean from our, uh, from our, um, from our hearts. Thank you for joining us here as well. Uh, Blake Hahn going to join us later this week on the podcast. And the madman, Kerry Madsen, joins us on our television program, Wing Nation, presented by Sage. Thanks again for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength.